What did we talk about today on said show? Mm. The, the Friday Pack with Stocky and Stout. Presented by Spindra Sparkling Water. A real squeezed fruit. Yep, that's it. <clears throat> and Tillamook Meat Sticks. Made with real hardwood smoked meat. Colored casing. Colored casing. <laughs> Made in China. That's pretty much all we talked about. Just Tillamook Country Smoker. Mm-hmm. Pepperoni flavored meat extrusion. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, so uh, there's a two agendas that we had to go over because we haven't recorded in two weeks. Yeah, we're busy. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a little work session, a little, little uh, poor shaming. A dirty. Dirty dozen. Dirty, dirty dozen, dozen and a few. Dirty baker's dozen. Uh, and uh, some. God damn, what else? Uh, some. Uh, we talked car, about car wash uh, bullshit. Uh, hypothetical car wash. Hypothetical car wash is a good way to put it because it's just a goddamn zone change. But everybody got hung up on a fucking car wash. Couldn't get it, couldn't get past it. Nope. Everybody it's lives insane. over there apparently. Yeah. That's, that's all Clark can, didn't want you to get caught up on it, but constituencies. Well, we'll save it. I won't say everything, everything right now. Let's just say that Clark was looking out for us. He really was. Um. Uh, talked about Chris Friedel being kind of rude. A little bit. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, council, uh, I guess, candidates being endorsed by people who shouldn't be endorsing people, god yeah. damn it. Outside which is, shadow groups. Yeah. Racist socialist agendas. Yep. <laughs> Absolute radical socialists. Radical socialists. Yeah. Breaking out the gulags again. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Gonna have to open up a salt mine. Finally. To put all the dissidents in. One way to do it. That's the only way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Did a regional rundown. Oh, it's a good one, too. Uh, we talked vaguely about a council initiative. You may be able to decipher what we got out of that. I yep. don't know. You figure it out. Absolutely. <laughs> and this Maybe I'll pretty... edit it to the point where you can understand what the hell's coming out of my mouth. I wouldn't bother. Okay. But hey, also, if you want to know how to do concrete in the cold weather, stick around because we've got some instructions for you. Yeah. Don't do it. That's that's step one. <laughs> Stocky's carpentry rundown on the, at the end of the packet. <laughs> it's like Dave's Dave Stone's recipe at the end of the Boogie Monster. <laughs> Stocky just so gives you building pour tips. Concrete and below freezing weather. <laughs> step one: go home because <laughs> yep. you're not going to do it. Tell your customer they're going to be sad. <laughs> What'd you do today? You're muddy. Um, I'm trying to build a fence. It's <laughs> a good time of the year for it. Yeah. It's uh, cold. Mm-hmm. It's fucking really cold. Record cold. Really? Yep. Wasn't it zero? Yeah, it started about nine, and it was about ten degrees. Yeah. Minus the wind. With, I, the, with the wind, it was The wind was single fucking digits. brutal. Um, I think I read in the paper today that it hit zero up on the rims middle of the night last night. To, yeah. Earliest it's ever been zero. Yeah. I'm going to... I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm pretending like I'm gonna pour concrete on uh, Friday or Saturday. Wow, we'll see how that goes. If I decide to do that or not. Yours or customers' house? Customers. Good. Don't <laughs> pour your own concrete. Is it Halloween tomorrow or is it the next day? Thursday. Thursday. Come on down for downtown trick or treat. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, it's October 29th, 
here in Billings, Montana. This is the Friday Pack with Stocky and Stout. I am Stocky. And then Stout's over to the left over here. You, <laughs> I'm you can't see me pointing my Tillamook uh, country smoker. Yeah, pepperoni smoke meat stick in colored casing. It's mm. smoked with real hardwood smoke, and yep. it's made in the USA and a good source of protein. Once again, that's Tillamook <laughs> country <None> smoker. <laughs> that's trademarked. It's one of my favorite horrible fake snacks. Is it fake? Oh, well, everything's I mean, fake. Yeah. I can't trust anything anymore. I know there's no part of the cow that looks like that. Uh-oh. But it sure tastes good. Sure does. Mm-hmm. It tastes like nitrates. Real good nitrates. That's exactly what I mean. All right. Um, <coughs> it's been a couple weeks, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's been a while. Two weeks. Mm. Um, we're on Gmail still. We got an email. Yeah, we recently. did. That's a decent one. It's good email. Real good email. Um, that's uh, the Friday packet at gmail.com with all your questions, comments, and concerns. Um, as well as. Ah! Got the Tillamook in me. <laughs> You're fine. Yep, arms up. Uh, <laughs> as well as patreon.com forward slash the Friday packet. If you would like to become a sustaining member for a dollar, you can support the show, the production, and the, the groundbreaking sound engineering that goes into it that you get to enjoy every week. Um, that goes to, to paying for that. You go to patreon.com forward slash the Friday packet and become a sustaining member or a Robocop level member, as we call it, because you'd buy that for a dollar. Damn right you would. Yep, and get a sweet email and, I don't know, maybe a Christmas gift of some sort, something in your stocking special. Yeah. Something under your pill, like a tooth fairy or something. God, we're generous. <laughs> we are. We are indeed. Uh, and if you don't <laughs> want to do any of that, you just go into your podcatchers, Apple, iTunes, whatever it is out there, and rate us, give us a rating, give us a review. That helps us somehow become uh, even more of influencers than we already are. Because I mean, if the, that I was mean, even possible, we're pretty important. We're the best influencers. We're really of all time. important. We're the most influencers mm-hmm. in the world. Influential influencers. Influ- influence influencers. Indeed. Indeed. I don't um, know. Uh, we'll do a little ASMR. <laughs> a little jerky ASMR. Mm-hmm. I'll drink my. I'll drink my uh, fizzy water, <laughs> and you can. It's a Shasta, man. Yeah, top shelf stuff. I you think know, it actually was on the top shelf. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. yeah. you have to do what you has to, man. That's right. Your boy's so got Shasta go. money now. Uh, on this show, this is your first time to the show. Um, get out. Uh, yeah, we talk about uh, Billing City Council and the goings ons in the surrounding region, if you will, the aura space. The biodome, if you will, of Billings, Montana. Or Huntley, Didn't we talk about biodome last episode? It's too. possible. <laughs> okay. I don't know why we wouldn't talk about biodome. That's, maybe we should oh, just call cinematic it cinematic masterpiece, in my opinion. <laughs> this podcast should just be called Biodome. <laughs> <laughs> Dumpo Dome. <I> don't know. <laughs> oh, real cool, Stout. That's real fun. cool. Let me let me just text. Who is it? It's my friend Jordy who lives in Bellingham, Washington. Oh yeah, yeah. Hi, Jordy. Hi. Well, today on the show we're gonna go over um, uh, the previous uh, council meetings, obviously, which was a uh, uh, we did a work session, missed a work session, and a regular business meeting on the twenty fifth. No, not the twenty fifth. The twenty uh, first and the twenty eighth. 
as well as go over, maybe touch on the, the candidates a little bit. Yeah. People have been endorsing people and people touch maybe, on may or may not be upset that people are endorsing people. Yeah. There are some upset people out there. Yeah, it happens. So uh, let's start off with, uh, well, we'll just start off with the Ask for Rennie's question, the, the wildly popular segment on our show, which begs the question, which question... And the <laughs> funniest the part about that is we call it the Frank Ewalt question, but you said the Roy Nees question. I did. And when I made it, I thought that was kind of funny. I fucked it up. <laughs> but I still did it. Yeah. It's great. It sounds wonderful. Uh, but we none can... of us got us right. No, he didn't pull anything off of the uh, the list. So Shit. We're, mm. we're over on that one. I believe you called out the master plan for Colson, and then I called out some asphalt, and he did not call any of them out. So 20 lashes each for us, I guess. Oh. I thought it was worse than that. That's glad. small. I thought we had to burn our cars down or something. <laughs> uh, the 21st was a work session. Uh, those would be quarterly updates for the fire police code enforcement um, with a public comment, of course, uh, and a build grant update. And you may be asking yourself, hey, Stocky, <laughs> would you stop? They're not named Stocky, too, are they? No. Nope. Hey, Stocky, <laughs> would you, you stop? Um, would you Would you stop doing what you're doing? And I'll say no. And they say, hey, Stocky, what, what's a build grant? And I'll say, well, a build grant is uh, they're going after a pretty substantial federal grant to uh, complete the Skyline Trail. I believe it's around $25 million. That sounds right. Does that sound right? <clears throat> I could be completely wrong about that. But uh, they're making a very concerted effort. They're, I believe, traveling to Washington, D.C. to personally meet with, with the people who are in control of said grant and... Try to get that to Billings. Yeah, that'd be all right. That'd be a good deal. Uh, fire, police, code enforcement. Um, I noticed during the meeting they started nitpicking old St. John's uh, statistics, and they didn't really have any really viable ideas or solutions. Or Well, that is just a shocker. Yeah. It's weird that someone would bring something up <clears throat> um, without any suggestions on what could be done about it? Sure. Why would? Why would um, but they do they're that? probably working behind the scenes, as they probably are with the, the public safety mill, whatever. But God. if you were just, if one was just to watch the city council meeting on Community Seven or the Facebook, whatever, uh, you wouldn't get that impression necessarily. And as Billings, you know, personal PIO, working pro bono, uh, that's what we're here to do. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> well. You're welcome, I guess is pretty much the only thing we can say to you right now. Indeed. Yeah. That was a, a short-ass agenda on that one. It was, um, but a lot of things were said. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's so long ago, I don't necessarily remember all the, the specific details. Um, I was busy that whole damn night, too. I didn't even stream it. My God. Ashamed to say. Apologies. Uh, the Dirty Dozen, or the Dirty's Baker's Dozen, or however many dozen you want to do. They did an update to that. Their third quarter 2019 report highlights, or I don't know, maybe think of a better adjective. Yeah, that is highlight, isn't it? <laughs> Boy. So two properties have been retired from the Dirty Dozen list. So the two that were uh, retired was 120 South 29th as a new owner. Re-roofing permit issued. 
Um, and if you would want to look up 120 South 29th and go, well, why the hell would you put a new roof on that? You're probably not alone. Yeah, that's <laughs> not something that I would roof. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be on that deck. Uh-uh. No, nowhere near it. But maybe they know something I don't. But So that's moving on that. Ooh. And the other one wow. that was retired was 3520 Cook. Um, and the trustee had the property cleaned after the court ordered abatement. So twenty. I'm unfamiliar with that one, but it's out there a ways, isn't it? 3520? Uh, yeah. Yep. I've probably just never even been by it. Probably not. Active court cases. There are so many active court cases. And this mm-hmm. this stuff seems to move at a snail's pace, I've noticed. Yeah, it's so the same 16 thing. 16 active cases. Um, here, we can give you a... Let's give you a... One that's all right. So let's go with number six. So 1015 McKinley Road. This is a duplex. It's, as I call it when I look at it, the worst design duplex ever in the history of duplex design. Wow. Um, it's just a garage forward house with the two front doors going in between the two garage doors, mm-hmm. you know, for about 10 feet. And then you go into your house. It's really, really a real charmer. A lot of the, curb appeal. Looks like there might be some. <clears throat> dripping problems in between those garages the way that both roofs just <laughs> how all that roof just goes right drains <laughs> right into the sidewalk <laughs> yeah. where you well, go what could go door. wrong so this is an incomplete building um mm-hmm. construction was halted in 2007 so 12 years ago uh case opened in june uh, 2017 owner failed to comply misdemeanor citation issued in uh, june 2018 mm-hmm. so that goes on to the munis- municipal court hearing July 25th, uh, 2018, uh, judge ordered owner to obtain building permit within 60 days by September 19th, 2018. Uh, did not do that. Judge granted, hey, why not? It's been 60 days. Let's just give you 120 days. Sure. And he did that. Uh, there was a status hearing on November 14th, 2018, December 5th, 2018, February 6th, 2019, April 2019, and July 24th, 2019. Uh, and the judge has now granted a postponement of hearing on July 24, 2019, at the request of the defendant. Uh, hearing postponed to mid-November 2019 to allow structural assessment by the owner. So that's kind of the minutia and the bureaucracy these get marred down in. And this place has got no sighting on it. Um, they might have to tear the whole thing down because there's no drippage, there's no... Nowhere for the water to go other than into the structure. Uh, it was brand new in 2007, and it's probably been molded out to the point where who knows if it's even structurally sound or if it's even salvageable. Salvageable. Wow. Seems like a really good use of resources when I saw it. <clears throat> yeah, that's depressing. I remember we talked about this one before. Do we remember why it stopped being constructed? I'm guessing he ran out of financing. Uh, there was a... I don't exactly remember why, but that's what's striking my head. I mean, one guy could have just dried that in pretty easily. And it's kind of half-assed dried in, but still there's no you know flashing under the windows or anything. They're yeah. Just, mm, it's just beat to shit. You could have found another couple hundred bucks and preserved it pretty well. That I don't think happened nope. to the point where it could have. So that that's kind of what the, uh, the Dirty Dozen's all about. There's um, that one again, too. Yeah, 360 miles. Um, he got a permit 
I believe his setbacks are, are is too close to the street. Uh-huh. So uh, what Nicole said is he's going to pour a little foundation out front of this garage door right here. So it's just a big rectangle with a garage on the front. There's no real character to it. All the all the Tyvek is ripped off. You can just see OSB it's, everywhere. But it's he's going to pour a fascinating design. Too. Yeah, it's very fascinating. You got a <laughs> you got a front door right on the very corner of the structure, which mm-hmm. obviously adds to the rigidity of the whole structure itself. Um, but he's going to pour a footing, basically a foundation. He's going to jack it up somehow and just lift the whole structure and move it back. That seems easy. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's what I said out loud. <laughs> Good God. Okay. Well, whatever. Let me just shove this house back a little bit. Yeah. So if you ever wanted to look that up, look up uh, Dirty Dozen Number Four, which <clears> is three sixteen Miles Avenue, and uh, you know, that's an interesting I'll little have project. To drive by that on my way home. <laughs> so those are the kind of things that were in the Dirty Dozen update. In the poor uh, shaming update. Poor shaming update, as we call it. Oh, fuck, I'm tired. I had to get up early and move snow today. Sorry if I'm a little bit uh, groggy. That's all right. Did you have to move a lot of snow or just no. dump a whole bunch of salt on the sidewalk? I had to put the brush on the bobcat, which goes very slowly. And partially because the brush is about completely worn down, so it's basically just like a little Brillo pad more than a big rotary bristly brush. Gotcha. And uh, if you go too fast, it overheats the bobcat. It was cold and it was dark, and I was sad. Oh, but I listened Sorry. to some nice podcasts. So <laughs> it's it cold, well. dark, and depressing. Yeah, it's, it was nice. Let us continue on our fantastic voyage, if you please, to um, a little time called uh, October twenty eighth, twenty nineteen, which was this past Monday. Roughly yesterday. Roughly yesterday. By our what time. Tuesday? A few days ago, listener's time. Yep. Uh, so, of all the things in this this agenda to get mired down, <laughs> for two hours and ten minutes... Oh, my God. We spent some time on a public hearing and first reading ordinance for a zone change. Oh, my God. That was so frustrating. Uh, so, 2335 Lewis Avenue. Uh, there was a zone change from... Uh, what's it called? Neighborhood uh, professional. Neighborhood professional, or re- residential professional to neighborhood commercial. Yeah, sorry, residential professional. Yeah, that's just kind of a weird designation. Residential professional to neighborhood commercial. Mm-hmm. So if you're going down 24s, just have, pretend you're headed south. Right at the corner there of Lewis and 24th, there's a, a white church next to the Altana and the gas station as well. That the church is moving out and they want to rezone it so that they could potentially put in a car wash. There's nothing set in stone on that. That's just the idea of the the owner um, to put in there. But, oh, Jesus. Fuck, we man. could not move past that. It was incredible. <laughs> it, was, it was dizzying. Oh, so we weren't even, uh, Dick Clark actually said something that, you know, it's like, we're not talking about putting in a car wash here. We're just talking about redoing the zoning zone change which makes sense because there's an altana there it's a big commercial thoroughfare and there's a gas station right there so it's 24th street yeah it's 24th street um but we got pounded in the the minutia of how loud shit is from (laughs) how loud is four blowers going at once to dude children getting run over by people haphazardly coming out of the uh the uh 
24-hour hypothetical car wash? You know, I, and I watched them go over the decibel ratings. 80 decibels at 60 feet. It's pretty fucking loud. Yeah. That's equal to, what was it, concrete truck? I think it was. Yep. Running across the street. Here, I'll basically. find it. I will find it. Oh, yeah, it's right in there. But, so, like, if that was right across the alley from me, from my house, I'd be a little bummed about it. It's pretty loud. Yeah, that would be kind of a bummer, for sure. Um, But it's not right across the alley from any houses, as I recall. No. The closest house is, what, 160? The closest residential property line is, like, 160 feet away. It is. And for perspective, a street is about 50 feet wide. Give or take, a neighborhood street is about 50 feet wide, so it's three street widths away. That's pretty fucking long way. Mm-hmm. They promised to put up vegetative buffers. barriers. Yeah, buffers. Not a 10-foot wall? Yeah. No, not a 10-foot. Mm. Those are only for breweries. True. Um, but the whole thing about, like, people are going to run over kids who are walking to school, I don't really follow that. Well, it's obvious. If you build a car wash... People must die. Kids are going to die. You've got to sacrifice something yeah. to the car gods. If okay. Well, and children are there. At least you can wash it off your car easy. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> but that, that one just seemed to be stretching. I mean, if you don't want a car wash in your neighborhood because it's loud, okay. That's fine. There's already a shitload of cars going up and down that street right there. Yeah, how and, loud is a four-lane uh, street? Yeah. At rush hour. Pretty mm-hmm. loud. Yeah. Uh, holy was, shit, was it belabored? It was belabored. So the, um, the, Scott, has this Aspen leader? I believe it was the agent representing the, 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 uh, the owner. Rocky, oh, yeah. Mount, Rocky Mountain Car Wash. Um, they have, I mean, they reached out to the residents in the neighborhood, uh, saying this is potentially what we could be doing. Uh, and they just could not get off the fact that it it's going to happen. They're going to put in a, a car wash there, but really they were just changing the zoning of it. It could be anything, and that's mm-hmm. what I think I lost <laughs> when I started t- talking about Dick Clark's thing, and we're not talking about putting in a car wash. We're doing just a straight zone change. This is just now. a zone change. This is the first reading. Yeah. But two hours and ten minutes later, God, we passed it seven to four. It was insane. Mm-hmm. And wasn't it the um, Zoning Commission's opinion through a very complicated process <laughs> somehow that yeah. they don't pass it? But I never really figured out why and how the fuck did they do that? Like, they just... It seems like a very simple thing that they could have done, and they made it the most complicated thing they could possibly do it because everybody tried to explain it, and I just sort of glazed over it. Somebody like I have no idea what's going on. I couldn't anymore. fucking figure it out. Maybe that was the the objective of the, the zoning commission. Like, Maybe let's do because uh, they were not approve it, but approve it. They refused to take up a vote to appro- to disapprove it, so they like voted to they took a vote to approve it and they voted against the vote to approve it unanimously <laughs> to pass it on to city i don't fucking know man yeah it got real weird that real was complicated quick. as shit and like 
What was her name who was talking about it? She was trying to, she's like, I don't know how to explain it to you any more clearly. <laughs> and I'm like, you need to fucking figure <laughs> you it out. probably do. I don't have <laughs> any idea what the hell you're talking about right now. Like, I felt really stupid when she said that. Oh, God. But, it, yeah, fuck, I don't know. So. It was amazing how. It was amazing how long it went on. Mm. So that was a big contentious thing, I think, of the. Most of the evening. I didn't... Until the annexation when Chris Friedell yelled at Wyeth. What? Oh, he was such a prick to him. Wow. I did not... I've, I, after the two hours plus and then the break, I was... No I was shit. Pretty, I checked out. I don't blame you. So what so happened with the... I tuned back in and they were just talking about annexation of a... Like Barrett Road? Yeah. And they wanted to approve the annexation and but not approve the... Like development agreement or something and I only watched for about 20 minutes during that too but uh, was it Wyeth now I can't remember who was up there it was late so Wyeth or uh... I watched so many people walk up there and talk about it but um, Chris Friedel was like you guys get paid a lot of money to do this and the city council shouldn't have to make corrections to this, and you, we expect more of you as professionals, and you make so much money, and that's why I vote to... That's why I moved to table this. And he was just such a condescending jerk when wow. I was saying that. It was very disappointing. Nice. Yeah, it was sucked. I felt really bad. And I'm sure... I'm sure those guys get paid a lot of money. Oh, yeah. All city employees, you know, they just rolling in it. Yeah. Wealthy, I think. Wealthy. About Indeed. the only word you can use to describe it. Opulent. Is, yes. 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 They've got their own uh, parking garage downtown, if, if you didn't know. Oh. It's called the A-plus parking garage. Yeah. Only A-plus people get to, to park in there. Luckies. They have phantom with, like, palm leaves when they get out of their car. They do. Um, the concrete is all, you know, it's all tube heat. I mean, it's, you know, the glycol running through there, so your feet are warm when you get out. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to wear your shoes in there, so... No, 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 that would scuff the concrete. Yeah, so no. you have to take it off, wear your slippers across, so they have to heat it so your toes don't get cold. Sure. Um, and the rickshaws that run in there constantly, there's just one person on a loop going up and down. Yep. And you just hop in there and, and takes sure. you straight to your desk, which, yeah. is, it's which nice. is great. It's awesome. It's, it's, a nice, it's a nice thing. And then you go into work and, you know, do what you got to do and then leave. Live your decadent city employee mm-hmm. lifestyle. It's good to be the king. <laughs> it is. The kings. Kings. And queens. And queens. Or, well, we don't need to make it a binary thing. Yes. Queen, the monarchs. Yes. So that kind of wraps up that one. Fredell got angry. Mm-hmm. Um, we approved his own change. Healthy by Design donated 500 bucks to uh planning department to support active transportation efforts. I'll bite. 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. I believe it was. Yep. It was nice. Some fire helmets as well got donated. Yeah. Very exciting stuff. Many frisbees and fire helmets and all sorts of stuff being thrown at them. <laughs> fire pretension frisbees. <laughs> prevention. Pretension. That's funny. Fire pretension is a completely different thing. <laughs> yeah, fire prevention frisbees that you just throw on fires. You're a pretentious fire. <laughs> it's a very specific type of fire. <laughs> it's the kind of fire that only plays with frisbees. <laughs> well, we've got an election coming up. Stout. We do. I... Is that next uh, Tuesday that Balter... November 5th, mm-hmm. ballots are due back to county election office. Super Tuesday, as we call it here in Billings. Indeed. So, uh, the Gazette is uh, endorsing people. 
boy, oh boy. Oh, man. Indeed, oh, indeed. So they've endorsed for Ward 1, Kendra Shaw. Uh-huh. Ward 2, Roy Neese. Uh-huh. Ward 3, Danny Choriki. Uh-huh. Ward 4, Carmelita Dominguez. Yeah. And number 5, Mike Boyette. Well, they sure did, didn't uh, they? Just in case you're wondering, editorial board members, according to the Gazette, <laughs> have been impressed that these races have uh, generally been civil, even friendly. Oh, so it friendly. Is, it is a welcome respite from the uh, divisive vitriol and name-calling that increasingly, increasingly dom- dominate national, statewide, and legisla- legislative campaigns. Hmm. And if you're new to Billing City Politics, these are nonpartisan, obviously. 100% nonpartisan. Uh, candidates are not permitted to campaign as a member of a political party. So, no R, no D, no I, no G, no I, W, or, God damn it, I wanted to say in San Clowns Posse, ICP. ICP. There. <laughs> there we go. ICP. No hatchet men. No hatchet men. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, no wigs. So there was that. Yeah. Uh, I noticed Dennis Halsfed got up at public comments. I think it was at the 21st and, and gave a, a written speech on how angry he is with the Billings Gazette for something. <laughs> Were you I kind of unable to follow? I was, I was unable, unable to follow. <laughs> Seems like a really nice and well-intentioned man, but Jesus Christ, I cannot figure out where he's going most of the time. Did we go over his... Uh Legal difficulties? I don't know if we did or not. I knew we knew about them. Yeah. I actually felt a little bad to even bring it up. Yeah. I. I, So one of the council candidates, uh, Mr. Olvisved, had some uh, DUI problems. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, Got pulled over. (laughs) um, Failed a sobriety test. (laughs) When he was asked for... uh, uh, registration and identification. He gave him like a Costco card and an event flyer or something, something like, like that. that. He also said he might have been is diabetic. His blood sugar was low or something. I mean, it's possibility. It's definitely a possibility. Absolutely. I have no freaking idea. I'm just taking it at no. you know, surface level here. Um, he missed some probationary things. He took responsibility for it and cleared it up. But yeah, it's all it's all cleared up now. But yeah, he and he said he hasn't had a drink. Or, uh, yeah, anything since. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah, I mean, he's just, this is a little bit of a mess. But I, I wonder what he was pissed off at the Gazette about. Was it about endorsing somebody else, somebody other than well, him? That's all I could pick up on the, the speech. Yeah. I wish we, actually, we probably could find it online and, and play it, play what he said. Yeah, well, nah. One of these days, but... Uh, those are the candidates that uh, the Gazette editorial board, which is Daryl or Daryl Ehrlich, uh, Pat Billinghausen, Kathy Grott, and David Orstel, huh. uh, endorsed. Well, that seems about right. Did you see the endorsements from the Yellowstone County News? No. Oh boy. There's endorsements from them. Their front page, like next to the title. Says vote for Who they got? Uh, John Anderson, right? Is it Anderson? Armstrong. Armstrong. John yep. Anderson's the Seminole wind guy. Yes. <laughs> 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 John Armstrong. Oh, I'm discombobulated. That's fine. 
John Armstrong, Aldo Rowe, Pam Parenton, Roy Nice. I don't even think they... Boy, Ed or I'm not sure if they endorsed either one yeah. in that race. But um, it's basically like, it just says, those guys, keep the city of Billings fiscally conservative... Um, something about radical socialist agenda. Oh, from the, <laughs> from the uh, opposition. Sure. Oh God. Is he onto our plans to start opening up gulags again? Yeah. No. Absolutely. I knew he would. Radical socialist agenda for fuck's sake. Keep Billings scared. Yeah. Seems like that's the key talking point from that uh, side. Although, if John Anderson was running, I'd probably vote for John Anderson. I would too, probably. That song, just a swangin'. Swangin'. <laughs> it's a pretty good song. Wonder if, wonder if they've got that on their website. <laughs> just a swingin'? Mm-hmm, probably. Um, and the Chamber also did some endorsements as well. Oh, yeah. They didn't endorse anybody from Ward 4, right? Uh, they didn't endorse anybody from Ward 3. Was it 3? Yeah. It, they didn't That's endorse Tariki or Aldo. Um, they went... Uh, the way of the Gazette, I believe, and the rest of them, correct? I think so. I think they. Boy, I think Shaw, they endorsed four candidates. Nice. Maybe Hines. They might have done Hines. They may in, have. Uh, War two. Yeah. Um, um, but that sort of segues nicely into the next one, which was um, Reg Gibbs said something very vague at the end of uh, a council meeting, like two, three weeks ago, about he's bringing an initiative. Um, to the council, uh, voters have cause for concern. This is from his email dated October or Monday, October 21st. Uh, voters have cause for concern when it appears, uh, that one of these, uh, strategy partners, the chamber of commerce is actively working to pack the council with endorsed candidates and with candidates of whom it has made a de facto endorsement. Oh Yeah. Since the city and the chamber are both strategy partners, council members could lose their independence as representatives of the voters due to pressure, coercion in situations concerning chamber proposals. I personally experienced tremendous pressure of this sort in the spring of this year after I withdrew my support for the One Big Sky uh, district proposal. Uh, such pressure could especially be especially great for a chamber-endorsed candidate who wins his or her seat by a slim margin, example, by less than 50 votes. I don't know why that was called out. Hmm. Ima- imagine a situation in which the chamber, as a strategy partner, is actively promoting a project despite data that shows that it places taxpayers at risk uh, and or data showing that there is strong opposition in the council member's ward. The council member may have a difficult Difficulty exercising independent judgment if a future Chamber of Commerce endorsement re-election is at stake. I remember reading about this, how he thought that nobody could remain well, it gets better. independent. The letter continues, uh, my concern is no way, my concern in no way conflicts with the Chamber's freedom to exercise its, its First Amendment rights. It has to do with the freedom of the council for... Freedom of the council from influence by chamber members or representatives. Uh, Since the chamber is viewed as the driving horse behind many projects on which uh, the strategy partners work, 
The situation can be viewed as one in which a conflict of interest inevitably (laughs) arises. So that was directed towards Daniel Brooks from to the of uh, the chamber, mm-hmm. um, and in response, he said he was happy to talk about their endorsement process. Uh, so, in the decision making of the Billings Chamber's local local government advisory board and board of directors, weighed a number of factors, including the candidates' answers during cof- coffee conversation forums, a candidate forum featuring all con- candidates, and answers to an online questionnaire that the candidates answered. Uh, taking all that information into consideration, it was determined that only three candidates met our definition of a business-friendly candidate, a candidate who supports the Billings Chamber's mission to develop a strong business climate and oh, meat stick, and quality <laughs> of life that fosters prosperity. Billings-friendly uh, candidate, business-friendly candidates embody the following qualities, according to the Chamber. Number one, job creator. Number two, problem solver. Number three, community leader. Okay, those three things. And notably, two wards did not have a candidate running who fit that criteria. The Chamber's Board of Directors, consisting of business leaders from various industries and billings, uh, was an unanimous support. Our process is rigorous and vetted by our business community leaders. Um, so I think Reg is... What he's trying to do is bring up an initiative that... I don't know, that council member sign, like a conflict of interest thing, or I will not take PAC money during this campaign kind of thing. That's what I'm seeing. Huh. Um, I wonder what he's going to go for. So, in the next few weeks, Reg Gibbs uh, will be introducing an initiative to the Billing City Council asking the city attorney to determine whether or not a conflict of interest may arise in the city's relationship with the Chamber of Commerce Due to the chamber's recent endorsement of candidates, recent endorsement of candidates for city council, uh, the chamber has endorsed candidates for three of the five city wards in the upcoming council election on November fifth. In its endorsements, its endorsements are presented on the chamber's website, which also displays a table showing the position taken by the candidates for each ward on issues of importance. To the COC, agreement with the chamber's position is indicated by green symbols and disagreement by black and red symbols. You know? Yeah. Normal stuff, I would think. Pretty standard shit, yeah. So in a cash-strapped city, he's going to say to the city attorney, whose plate is already full, hey, could you look into this as well? Yeah. I'd... Just thought the chamber was allowed to endorse members or yeah. endorse people who are running. I mean, fucking, does he talk to the Realty Association? The Association of Realtors endorsed um, people running for city council. Yep. And I'm assuming gave some money to those. Yep. Which is what you do when you endorse. So that could also cause a conflict of interest, according to. Mr. Gibbs' line of reasoning. I don't know, man. Yep. So no voting on any subdivisions then. No. Uh, as you know, the city of Billings is one of the of the strategic partners, in quotation marks, along with the Chamber of Commerce, Downtown Billings Partnership, Inc., Big Sky Economic Development Authority, Big Sky Economic Development Corporation, and the Billings Tourism Business Improvement District. 
Rich Gibbs' position is that successful candidates for city council who have received an official or de facto endorsement from the chamber will face a conflict of interest whenever a vote is taken on strategy on a strategy partner's proposal. Since such council members uh, may not receive the chamber's endorsement for re-election if they do not vote in accordance with the COC policy, they could find themselves in a compromised position. This is an issue of public ethics and policy, one which the city council will have to consider carefully, and it could affect the city of Billings's status as one of the one of the strateg- strategic partners. Hmm. So there you go. There's a vague line in the sand now. Yeah, it's more of a just like a big squiggly smear in yeah. the sand at this point. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. You want to do a regional round roundup? No, actually, uh, Kevin and. Uh, Kukumani went to Nashville, Tennessee last week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just to party. That's all they wanted to do. Good for them. Yeah. You think they saw the sights? Uh, yeah, through rose-colored glasses, probably. It was Dollywood um, in Nashville? I have no idea. I Let's bet they say went to Dollywood. I bet they did, too. So Why they chartered you? a flight from here. Um, the city of Billings has a private Learjet that mm-hmm. they can uh, rent out. That yeah. that doesn't happen. For Sorry. The, for the mayor. For everybody. Just for the mayor. And the chief. Chief and the chief. Police. <laughs> uh, now they went to the ICMA, the International City County Management Association, to oh, talk with uh, like-minded people from around the globe who are dealing with situations similar to Billings's. So, I'll give you, I'll give you a Picchio if you can tell me what they discussed down there. I'll give you one of the Picchios that you brought to the <laughs> the dump. Well, how very generous bought, of you. And it has I'm, something to do with uh, the number six. I suppose it was something about Lean Six Sigma. Bingo. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. I'm sure they got that handled then. Yep, they talked to some people they said down there about uh, Lean Six Sigma and talked to possible contractors down there as well who deal in the Sigma. <laughs> the Sig. The Sig. The Sig Lords. <laughs> I guess. No, you they're, call them. You're, you're the Sig Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cute. I went to the uh, Montana Downtown Conference in Missoula last week. Yeah, what was going on there? Other than a whole bunch of sausages running around. Just sausage fest. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I learned. This is good stuff. If you're looking for a pretty good price... Oh, shit, are you from the future? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I've got to describe what you just did. Stucky just wrapped a peach ring, (laughs) a a Sather's two-for-two, you know, red bag, or gas station candy bag, peach ring around the same brand. We're stuck through the hole. Yeah, of a watermelon, a gummy watermelon slice. It just had like a beautiful summery fruit salad treat right there, and I bet it was amazing. It's making my teeth hurt. I'm, I'm sure it is. <laughs> so anyway, if you're in Missoula and you're looking for a good price on a pint of PBR and a shot of Jameson, the Golden Rose is the place to be. Well, always. Yeah. And then there's all kinds of downtowny stuff happening and all that goodness. And then next week, yours truly, Stout, gets to go to Bellingham, Washington for a five-day training on... Crime prevention through environmental design. My God. It's going to be pretty amazing. 
you're lucky you to have notes? me around. No, I'm not going to take any notes. Cool. Just you, you, you and you alone? Or yep. is that you and Daniel Brooks? Nope. Dan went to his yeah, last week. Okay. Um, I will be going on my own. And then uh, there's one more wrap-up three-day course for advanced. And then uh, after that, you know, whatever. <laughs> Who knows? It's fine. I'm okay. going to know so much you got stuff. Under control? Yeah. Or will you be giving a council presentation on what you've learned? Yes. You will? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> In two Mondays. Wow. The Monday I get back. Hoofta. I get back on Saturday night, and I will probably talk to council on Monday evening. My God. It's going to be pretty great. <whistles> I got to go to, uh, I don't know, every antique store and used clothing thrift store and get me a goddamn Mike Whitaker jacket so I can oh, yeah, yeah, you do. go up there. Yeah, talk. you do. It's going to be great. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But basically, the DBA is um, asking for some TIF funds to help people address uh, public safety in their building or around their building with, you know, SEPTED stuff. Gotcha. Which is just design and architecture of yeah. buildings and yeah. surroundings. Yeah. Oh, man. exactly. Surrounding spaces. And um, sometimes as simple as just lights. If, if you got shit going on in your alley because it's too dark mm-hmm. and you can't afford to put the lights up, might be able to help you out with that. There you go. So there you go. Interesting. Easy enough. Bellingham, Washington. Yep. Cool. Uh, let's do a regional rundown. Let's do uh, let's start with a rumor of Exxon possibly being sold. The refinery. Really? Again. I have not heard that rumor. <laughs> Uh, in 2016, it was, a, I think it was 20, maybe it was 2014. Regardless, um, there's a rumor going around that it, they're looking to sell it um, to somebody, to whom that may concern. I have no idea. Just those people who are out there shopping for a refinery? Yep. So if you want a refinery that produces about 60,000 barrels of oil a day, um, and you've got $500 million hanging around, hey, have I got a refinery for you? It's the that's, Exxon one. That's <laughs> okay. Good. It's got its own water treatment plant too. That's nice, man. I've yeah. been wondering. Yeah. Also, uh, Kenny G is coming to the Metro in December to yep. bring his smooth sax sounds <laughs> to fill the cavernous Metro. <laughs> it's gonna ah. be so echoey in there. Sure will be. <laughs> Are you gonna go to that? Probably not. You know, it's Christmas themed. It is, and he does produce a good sound on the saxophone. So. He does. He's all right. Yeah. I don't like it. No, I don't either. But he's good at it. Good for him. So that's coming to town? If you want to go to that, good for you, too. I support you. Yes, that's Sunday, September, or December 8th. I'll meet you at Denny's after that. That's my dad's birthday. Really? I know what I can get him for his birthday now. Cool. Not Kenny G tickets. (laughs) He will love it. Cross cross it off the list. Uh, Wednesday, November 6th, uh, there will be an inner belt loop corridor study formal presentation at the Billings Community Center. Oh, boy. That's the 6th, so that'll be next week from 6 to 8. So if you are interested in belt loops and particular ones that are in the inner corridor of the city, mm-hmm. go to that, that uh, meeting, which is on the 6th of November, 6 to 8 at the Community Center. We love us some belt loops. Yep. Um... Oh, there's a fire at a, uh, a, a goddamn trailer house. Yeah. 
It was horrible. A whole bunch of pets died, and he yeah, sort of lost a whole bunch of stuff. Sad as shit. It really was. Two dry hydrants that they tried to hook up to. Yep, a private uh, development with uh, on a private road had two hydrants that weren't uh, functional. Attached to water, yeah. maybe? out in the Heights Water District. That had to slow things down a little bit. You would think. You would think it would. It so. sucks that the pets were killed. That's really, really fucking sad. Yeah, it really is. Um, he was not... A very happy person that that happened. Who would no. be? No. Ever losing that much. Um, so Shit. they discussed that at the beginning. Uh, Ewalt and Neist hammered on it pretty hard, you know, stating, stating the obvious stuff. Mm. Why aren't these? One of his questions was, uh, how many fire hydrants are there in the city of Billings? <laughs> to the city administrators. That's like, an important uh, question whoa. to just ask. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Let me think about that. Yeah, sort of thing. What did he plan on doing with that information once it was produced? I don't know. Maybe it's a test of some sort. If he knew it, he'd be yeah. like, oh, this guy's got it. How many fire... There's uh, 30,000, sir. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. Indeed. Wyoming man pleads guilty, enters deal in deer poaching case. Did you read about that one? Uh, Not really. Yep. I 11... skip over that section pretty hard in the, the paper in the morning. I don't know why. 11 counts... Hmm. Uh, I noticed the guy that was uh, in cahoots with the Price guy on that mansion out in Ironwood. He pled something for embezzling money. Yeah. Um, so there's this mansion, the largest in the county. Yeah. How many square? It's like 26,000 square feet. It's fucking huge. It's under contract now. Uh, sold for like well, 14 million or something. Anyway, the guy who, who built it embezzles a whole bunch of money from... A mine, uh, faked his own kidnapping, possibly dealing in drugs. Um, he's out on his own recognizance because, God, that guy's at a flight risk. No, um, God, no. I thought he was still in. I don't think he is. Huh. He might, he's out on his own, you know, volition because sure. there are different roles for rich people, as we both know. Well, yeah. Um, but that guy pleaded to a lesser charge because he's cooperating with the investigation. Sure. So... That's happening. Good deal. He uh, bought some, well, he said he was going to buy some mine equipment, but he wasn't really going to buy the mine equipment. He was just going to take the funds and divert it towards the building of that house. In, ah. re- in return, he got twenty five grand and a 2016 fifth wheel, I think it was a Raptor. <laughs> That's what he got. <laughs> Fucking cutching. <laughs> of all the things to get. That's a good. Super worth it. Super worth it. Now his federal charges. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, maybe next time. Maybe next time. So the guy in Sheridan is a, is uh, they believe he poached 113 deer. Good God! But they got him on 11 counts, and is nine months in jail, and over a hundred thousand dollars in fines. <laughs> Just fucking shooting deer <laughs> like that. That's crazy. That's Fucked a crazy up, amount. man. He didn't use any of it for meat. He didn't. Oh, he just shot him because he, he was just killing him. Yeah. yeah, he didn't like him. Didn't like him. Nuisance animal. Mm-hmm. Stay yeah. classy, Sheridan. Stay classy, Sheridan, you indeed. sons of bitches. Um, I don't know if we mentioned Connie Wardell passing. Seems yeah. Kind of a staple in, in Billings politics for, for many, 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 many years. Yeah, I'll miss her. Uh, excuse me. Her, uh, her public comment was... Never boring. No, and it usually went long. Yes. 
That's um, a nice way to put it. Yep, different mayors dealt differently with her. Yeah. Some of them cut her, cut her off. Some of them were like, uh, just wrap it up eventually. Do what you need to do, Connie. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. So that's sad to hear that. Uh, yeah. What else? I went down to Lockwood today looking at a the trash what? trailer for work. Ooh. Double mm. axle, single axle? Single. Mm. Just a tiny little, like, drop gate. Little expanded metal trailer to throw trash bags uh, in. For Nothing pull, amazing. Pull behind the ATV or something? Yep. Got to get a little one so it'll fit down them sidewalks. Sure. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I got, uh, it's coming up this week or next week or the rest of this week. Fuck if I know. It's going to warm up this weekend. It's possible. Get up to nearly 50. Yep. High forties. That'll be good. Do you know that touching freezing at night? That's why it's tempting me to pour the concrete. I don't know why I'm talking logistics on the Friday packet. I think something that has nothing to do with this fucking show. I like discussing this with you. People listen to this because sure they like us. I'm sure they're enthralled at home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was wondering. What's it like in their world? What's it like in the, in the concrete world? <laughs> well, you're looking for 50 degrees. I wish I was in the dump right now. <laughs> Show us a fly on that wall. Oh, man, you could be having Pichio's meat sticks, and uh, mm. you're drinking club soda, and I'm drinking raspberry lime spindrift. 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 Sparkling water. Sparkling water. It's real squeezed fruit. Yep, that's it. Spin drift. <laughs> well, Red Lodge Mountain has their reporting, so this is probably over. It was like a wrestler's height was always a little bit overreported, but they're reporting that they've gotten 80 inches of snow in October. Good God. Yeah. That's a lot of snow. It's and like, they're making snow, too. Like yeah. It. Yeah. Brother can kind of can see it from his place on clear, cold days. Yeah. You can just tell they're making snow because it's just kind of everywhere <laughs> it's just a puff of yeah, it's just snowing snow, there right? it's pretty neat neat so that's getting close to opening up yep i guess all of them are pretty close to open up opening so. up this this month this coming month so looks that way that's your regional rundown go see kenny g go talk about your belt loops maybe go skiing don't forget to vote don't forget to vote if this gets out soon enough which it might <laughs> i believe you <laughs> you're an industrious fella uh yeah, and vote. So yeah, uh, the the Friday packet at gmail.com with questions, comments, concerns. We didn't read the one email, but yeah, fuck it, we'll get it next time. Actually, I want to talk about that one when I get back from getting oh, yeah, septed stuff because that'll be right up your alley for that one. Boy, oh boy, let me tell you what. But you I have all the answers to life questions and more. Yeah, I think so. Every one of them. And if you're listening, dear listener, who wrote that email about hostile environments. Um, I agree. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Indeed. Uh, the Friday package, email.com. I said that, uh, patreon.com forward slash the Friday package, become a sustaining member for a dollar. Uh, it's a good deal. Best deal in town. Yep. Or go to iTunes or Google play app stores, whatever. Give us a rating. One, two, three, four, five stars. Reviews. Thumb stops. Thumbs up. A review. Um, or just go on Instagram and like pictures that randomly show up on the, the feed every so often. Yeah, good call. Do it. That helps, I think, maybe. Maybe tomorrow while I'm on the clock, I'll drive around and take pictures of the dirty dozen and put them on the Instagram. There you go. It's um, a good use of my time. And if, if you're thirsty, 
Grab yourself a spin drift, sparkling water, and real squeezed fruit. Yep, that's it. Spin drift. <laughs> that's spin drift. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you.